Hey everybody, welcome to episode 9 of the Celebrity Tea Podcast. My name is Nick Bestany, your host. How's everybody this week? Let me tell you something, I am cold as fuck. I am in Connecticut, I'm not sure where you are listening from. It's fucking cold, I am so ready for summer. But at the same time, I'm not ready for summer, you know what I mean? Summer's more fun, and more people go out, the weather's nice, and I'm in a better mood. But at the same time, my body is not ready for summer. If I were to go on a beach right now, there would probably be calls to the Coast Guard reporting a beached whale. And it would be me just, you know, scrolling through my phone. I need to really, you know, buckle down, not eat like a fucking farm animal for once. Just, you know, maybe one week I'll try it. I'll let you know how it goes. I just want to thank everybody who has listened so far. I really appreciate it. Even if you don't even listen to the whole thing, that's cool, I guess. I mean, you're wrong. You should, but I I still am completely grateful for you. Um, Tell a friend, rate us on iTunes. I know I tell you this every single time, but just do it because a lot of you haven't yet and that confuses me and upsets me and it literally takes 15 seconds. I'm not even kidding. 15. And it really helps the show. Okay, okay. I know I say this every single time, but we actually have so much to talk about today and I am so excited to do so. Let's get into it. Are you ready to hear the tea? Let's get started. Let's get started. I've tried to release this episode for the past couple of days, but literally every single time I would record the episode, there would be like a new update in the topic that I was talking about. And I would be like, no, like I can't put the episode out knowing this information. And it just like keeps going. So we got to just get into it. All right, Ed, switching mics. Um, we are a mess here at the Celebrity Tea Podcast today. Speaking of not being ready for summer, this cookie I am eating is fucking amazing. I don't know why it's like a baked cookie, but it literally tastes like raw cookie dough i don't know why i don't know where these are from but they are bomb i know they're not homemade they're from like a supermarket or something also do us a huge favor and follow us on all the social media i know you guys are always on it we're at instagram at celebrity teapod twitter at celeb teapodcast facebook page is at celebrity teapodcast or you could just visit our website www.celebrityteapodcast.com and interact with the show help us build the celebrity tea podcast family Again, I thank you for any support that you give the show, and let's get into it. All right, the first thing I want to talk about, a little update time, R. Kelly. So not only did he get arrested again for not paying child support, he had his first sit-down interview since this whole debacle started with Gail King, Oprah's lover, I mean, best friend, and I know you're probably not surprised, but eh, it got a little crazy. I'm not gonna lie, it got a little crazy. It was literally a circus, but I think Gail kept her cool the entire time, but we are just gonna break it down. Let me set the scene a little bit. So it's like a dark kind of room with the spotlights and the two chairs. Gail is sitting down, R. Kelly is across from her, he's in a suit, and he seems nervous, I mean, obviously. So. Gail came to fucking work, ready to work and ready to kick ass and take some names and then call you fat afterwards. She wasn't going to let him skate by this interview and things got really awkward very quickly. Here's the first clip. They are still talking about you with underage girls. Mm -hmm. Do you still sit here and say you have never been with underage girls? Can you really say that? I sit here and say this. I had two cases back then that I said in the beginning of the interview that I would not talk about. 
the cases he's referring to are the first couple of sexual assault victims that came forward and no one really took it seriously. He ended up not being guilty for the charges. There wasn't enough evidence. You know, they stopped talking after a while. And if the victims are no longer talking or cooperating with the cops, there's nothing anyone could do. So it kind of just faded out and he continued to make music and sell out arenas and whatever. But like the fact that he's like, oh, I don't want to talk about it. What do you mean you don't want to talk about it, R. Kelly? People are going back to my past, okay? That's exactly what they're doing. They're going back to the past and they're trying to add all of this stuff now. I don't know what R. Kelly thought that he was coming exactly to talk to Gail about, but basically he's just trying to skate by and Gail's like, no, 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 buddy. What about the fucking girls that you raped? You know, what we're here to fucking talk about? Like, number one, yeah, it's your past, R. Kelly. That's why we're here, to talk about your past with the fucking underage girls. It's the past, doesn't mean it didn't happen. Like, I ate that piece of carrot cake 45 minutes ago. It's in my past. Like, I've moved past it, but I'm still gonna be fucking three pounds heavier in the morning. It's just how it works. But R. Kelly lost his fucking shit. People. But the past is relevant with you with underage girls. Absolutely no, it's not. Why? Because for one, I beat my case. When you beat something, you, you beat it. You were quitting. We can't double jeopardy me like that. You can't, mm -hmm. it's not fair. It's mm -hmm. not fair to nobody. When you beat your case, you beat your case. But I'm not talking about the one case in which you were acquitted. I'm talking about the other cases where women have come forward mm -hmm. and said, R. Kelly had sex with me. Mm. Uh, why is nobody talking about that? Am I the only person who noticed that? When Gail was like, and R. Kelly had sex with me. He's like, mm. He made like this moan sound like, mm. Let's hear that a couple more times for you guys. Mm. With me. Mm. Like, do you hear that? Wait, hold on. Mm. Run, Gail. Run. When I was under the age of 18, mm -hmm. R. Kelly was abusive to me mm -hmm. emotionally and physically and verbally. Okay. R. Kelly took me in a black room where unspeakable things happened. <sighs> this is what they're saying about you. Not this, true. These, aren't, these aren't old rumors. Not true. Whether they're old rumors. Basically, at this point, Gail is done with his fucking bullshit. His jig is up. And she's like, listen, you're fucking lying. Just fess up. Do what you're here to fucking talk about. And then when he realized he can't manipulate Gail and she's not going to fuck around, she's not backing down, then he totally revolted, switched tunes, and decided to act like a big fucking baby and threw a giant temper tantrum in the middle of the interview. And, and correct me if I'm wrong, that you have never held anybody against their will. I don't need to. That, Why would I? Well, I'm, I'm, How stupid would never it be held for anybody. R. Kelly? With all I've been through in my way, way past. Now he's talking in first person. How stupid would it be for R. Kelly? Fuck you. You're garbage. To hold somebody, let alone four, five, six, fifty, you said. What? How stupid would I be to do that? I didn't say you That's were holding. That's stupid, guys. R. Kelly throws out the word stupid a lot. And I mean, don't take offense to it. He literally cannot read or write. And obviously, as you can hear, cannot form a fucking sentence to save his life. And Gail pretty much lets him know that he's a piece of shit. I didn't Is this camera on me? Yes, it's on. That's stupid. Use your common sense. Don't forget the blogs. Forget how you feel about me. Hate me if you want to. Love me if you want. But just use your common sense. How stupid would it be for me to, with my crazy past and what I've been through, Oh, right now, I just think I need to be a monster and hold girls against their will, chain them up in my basement and, and don't let them eat and don't let them out unless they need some shoes down the street from their uncle. Robert, Stop it. Y'all quit playing. Quit okay. playing. Robert. I didn't do this stuff. 
This is not me, y'all. I'm fighting for my life. This sounds like me when my grandma accused me of eating an entire sleeve of Oreo cookies when I was supposed to be on a diet. And honestly, it's it's almost sad, but it's not because he's really a piece of shit and he deserves everything that is coming to him. But at the same time, when you think about how successful he was and at the top of his game he was, even though he can't fucking read, you know, I think that's pretty incredible. He's obviously talented, but he's a fucking monster and he has to pay for it and he knows he's fucked. I think he just breaks down in the middle of the interview and the interview went on for an hour and 20 minutes, an hour and 20 minutes of him bullshitting us, lying and denying everything. Meanwhile, there was literally a video of him pissing on a fucking 15 year old girl that was released like that happened anyway i hope he gets what he deserves and i will keep you guys posted on this story as it develops all right i'm gonna take a quick break and when i get back we are gonna discuss something a little later but it's something that's been consuming pop culture over the last two weeks if you haven't heard of it I don't even know where the fuck you've been. The Chloe, Tristan, and Jordan Woods debacle, the cheating scandal, Kardashian update, and we get to talk to special guest, celebrity lifestyle blogger, Jenny Day, and get her opinion on the matter. So we'll be right back. Okay, so I don't wanna, I'm not gonna recap the whole Jordan Woods, Tristan Thompson, and Khloe Kardashian saga, but basically Jordan finally came out and had her first interview on the red talk table with Jada Pickett-Smith. They are apparently family friends. I never knew that until I watched the interview. The interview is about mm, 30 minutes and it's what you would expect from it. Basically, Jordan is, of course, um, saying that she was wasted and nothing happened and you know she lied to them at first but then he kissed her and it was just so shady and fake and obviously Jada is trying to protect her but Chloe did well after the interview aired Chloe tweeted out saying basically you are the reason why my family is broken up which I don't think that's true. We'll get into it when we talk to Jenny, but basically, even if Jordan's lying and she did hook up with him, this isn't the first time he's publicly cheated on her. He was even spotted with another girl, you know, throwing the middle finger up to the paparazzi. He clearly just doesn't give a shit. He was obviously using her for some type of fame, got her pregnant, and he's a, he's a dog. Chloe, eh. I don't really know what to tell you. You kind of dodged a bullet. Get a new taste in men. You got a baby out of it. Enjoy her. And that's all I really got to say about it. Jordan and Kylie, who are best friends, Jordan lived with Kylie. She moved out. She's not even allowed in the neighborhood anymore. They have not really talked since. And if they have talked, it's very, you know, minuscule. I feel like every single day there's a new kind of story going back and forth. She might forgive her or it's, oh, she's never forgiving her. But from the popular opinion seems to think that they are in contact, but they're not close to any kind of truce or reconciliation and i think that's okay for now i think they need the time maybe if they're meant to be friends they'll be friends again i wanted to get my very dear friend celebrity blogger jenny d's opinion on this let's hit it please welcome to the celebrity podcast lifestyle celebrity news blogger jenny d hi hi nick how are you 
I'm wonderful. Thank you for joining us today on the Celebrity Tea Podcast. So I need to get your scoop on this whole Chloe, Tristan, and Jordan debacle. What What are your thoughts on it? Sure. Uh, my thoughts are not surprised, but mm-hmm. surprised, but not because I'm surprised that it was Jordan who was the mm-hmm. the the one you know Tristan was cheating on Chloe with. But am I surprised that Tristan cheated? No. Absolutely not. Um, I mean, he's had a he's had a history before. I mean, people were the whole thing online was people weren't really even feeling for Chloe because of the fact that when Chloe and Tristan started dating before they had True, her, uh, their daughter, he was actually with some other girl who was pregnant and he literally left her for Chloe. So people were like, oh, you know, karma's a bitch. But like, do you feel for Chloe in this situation? Um, no. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, I, I guess it's hard to feel for any of them. But I mean, I, I guess mean, like, I feel bad for Chloe because I think every it, it just seems like every guy she's with cheats on her. But in this particular every situation, guy. you you the relationship stemmed from him cheating on you with someone else. And then he cheated on you prior to true being born. And I get why you stayed with him, but him cheating on you again, like, is that really surprising? Right. And this is multiple times that he's publicly cheated on her. And even now, like, Days after the fact where you think that he would kind of, I don't know, uh, grow up and step up and be a dad. He, I mean, at the same time, he is 27 years old. That's two years older than me, you know, and he's making tons of money. He's on a sports team. So it's just like, obviously, that's what you're going to get. But at the same time, you chose to have kids. So it's like... You know, you need to do your responsibilities. That doesn't mean he has to be with Chloe, but at the same time, don't you're being just disrespectful at this point. But we, everybody knows Tristan's a piece of shit. Yeah. No one could, no, no one could detest that. Um, right. Do you think that this is all a publicity stunt for the new season of Keeping Up with the Kardashians? Because it seems like every single time that there's a fucking season coming up, something crazy happens, like Kim gets robbed, or like Rob and China <laughs> have this huge blowout fight. Like, there's always something. Do you think that has something to do with it? Do you think Kris Jenner's the Wizard of Oz behind all? Well, before I answer that question, I do want to make mention of one thing, which is um, a lot of conversation that I saw on Twitter uh, was talking about how Jordan um, wasn't at fault at all for this and that even the Kardashians believe that. And I don't agree i mean i i think do you a lot think of she people... was being genuine in that red table talk interview with jada pickett smith did uh, you buy just, any of that no i i think she blamed it on alcohol yeah she's a young girl young girls make mistakes but girl that's a huge fucking mistake yeah, but like, you're close she had one family. job to be loyal right. to kylie like be loyal I know. like there are t- she could have like she's because she's Kylie's best friend she lives with Kylie she's all automatically she's technically a nobody but she's a somebody because she lives with Kylie so she could have had anyone she wants why Tristan and at the same time it's like obviously Tristan and Chloe weren't even a thing because number one it was a party a Valentine's Day party at yeah. house number one what grown man has a Valentine's Day party number two well I <laughs> yeah. wasn't Chloe invited to this and then three, why? Because wanted to cheat. It, it, it's just crazy to me. Yeah, I just think that Jordan should have known. I mean, she's been going, she's been close with the family, not only Kylie, but the entire family. So, I mean, if I wouldn't talk to my best friend's man and, you know, I, I just right. wouldn't do that. You know, and it's kind of the same thing. So, I mean, I think she's just as much to blame as Tristan is. I think people... Oh, absolutely. But yeah, to answer your question, I do think it's a fake. I, I really do. I think Really? I don't know that Kris Jenner is the person conspiring because I think Kim has become more 
of that have, has taken mm -hmm. more of that role now. So if anyone's conspiring, it's Kim. Right. But yeah, I and, think I think it's fake. I think it's just too mm -hmm. convenient. And I, right. you're right. Everything always happens right before the premiere of the season. Like it's always something. Yeah, it's like clockwork, and I don't know. Yeah. I just feel I feel duped, but also like I'm captivated and why do you, and so is everybody because you can't like literally you can't escape this story you know no. why do you think that everybody is so obsessed with this family like they're really everybody says how untalented they are but at the same time they're getting clicks on the internet you know they're selling magazines you know they're everywhere so why well i think i think people are so captivated by them i think in the beginning it was because of the family dynamic um, mm -hmm. because I think everyone could relate to those sibling rivals. I think it's all about the materialism, the fact that they are like insanely pretty and they have the perfect everything. They have the luxury cars, the luxury homes, the lu luxury vacations. I mean, people are infatuated with their lifestyles. I don't know right. so much them themselves. And I right. think that's why people are so interested in what goes on in their lives. Absolutely. And don't get me wrong. Like I love watching the Kardashians, you know, I think that's just a guilty pleasure. And I don't think that, you know, I honestly don't think that they're doing anything bad for society. I think that... I do. Are you kidding? The way that they portray themselves as if they're never going to age and they give this un... Uh, oh, I, I mean, yeah, that's true because they don't really cop to their... Like, obviously, they literally look like a different fucking family than... Did you see ago. that photo of Chloe on Instagram with the shiny purple outfit? I she mean, Chloe like a bobblehead. Like, it, like five years ago. Like, please. <laughs> like, that doesn't just happen. I know. I know. It doesn't matter how many fucking squats you do, you're not gonna. It's not gonna happen. But well, I don't, don't tell I mean, me you I don't have this skinny also... little stomach and this big ass. Don't tell me that. Don't yeah, tell me. It's, it's, it's not real. I'm no, sorry. It's and not... what are you thinking about this whole um, Kylie Jenner billionaire self-made uh, controversy? Somebody's successful. There's gonna be haters. You know, people are jealous. But what do you feel about the self-made controversy? Do you think that she's uh, worthy of that title of being self-made. She's personally not a billionaire, but her company is worth a billion dollars, which is yeah. still, you know, a, a, it's a huge, you know, she's a reality star and we've seen hundreds of reality stars come and go. So the fact that she kind of was able to separate herself from the family and create this big thing that's been making this much money, I think is impressive. But what do you think on that? I, I agree with you. I don't know that she's self-made because she had a platform, but I see the arguments mm -hmm. from both sides. I mean, right. I that's what people are saying. She's not self-made because, you know, she had a platform and had she not had that platform, she would not be where she is today. I right. am inclined to agree. In basement. <laughs> like, you know, right, exactly. she didn't start in her garage like every other, you know, right. billion dollar business did. But um, other people are saying even with her platform, a lot of people have platforms and they can't get to where she is. Exactly. So, so I, think I see it from credit. both sides. I don't know that she's self-made, but I do think she she's done an incredible thing with that makeup business. I, mm -hmm. I, I, I find it hard to believe it's made that much money, but I guess right. it has. I mean, makeup has exploded. And I think mm -hmm. she was like really the one that started the celebrity oh, makeup absolutely. line. Oh, I think absolutely. she was like the first, if, if yeah. I, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, because I might be wrong. But no, I, just, I mean, absolutely. I mean, I didn't really kn know what a lip kit was until Kylie, so. Right, um, exactly. So, I mean, all right. Well, I want to thank you so much for being on the show, as always, and I hope you no come back. No problem. Anytime. All right. All right. Bye, all right. Jenny. Bye. All right, guys. So we're going to start winding down the show a little bit. Um, I wanted to talk about Wendy Williams, my girl. She finally returned to the Wendy Williams show since she took off for Christmas vacation. There was... 
a ton of controversy over Wendy's absence. Um, she told everybody that it was because of a sickness, but, you know, there was a lot of rumors regarding her husband. And when she returned, she wasted no time addressing the tea. Roll it. I'm doing better now. Let's get started because apparently I'm a hot topic. Come on. Okay, love that for her. Nipping it in the bud. Then she sits down at the couch. She starts her Hot Topic segment. Still love her. I watch every single day. I actually went to the show. And if you want to see a picture of me in the background of Wendy's head, go to our Instagram at Celebrity Teapod and go to the iconic highlight tab. It's the first one and you'll see it. It's pretty iconic. Um, then she started talking and of course she went through the list of all her health concerns and thanked her doctors and, you know, made it a point to say, you know, I was sick and, you know, but it, it just, I don't know. She was out for a long time, so maybe she got better, but she was just um, handling some personal things, and that's fine, but, and I'm sure it's hard for her because she she's Wendy fucking Williams. Talk shit for a living. So if shit's going on in your own personal life, it's probably like, fuck. After addressing the health concerns, she did, of course, had to get the last word in. It was literally the last minute of Hot Topics. She addressed all of the rumors regarding her marriage, and she did it in a very Wendy way. I know what you've been seeing. And I knew what the streets have been talking about. But hunty, let me show you who I fell in love with and who he fell in love with. Hit it. Basically, she pulls up a big picture of her and her husband, Kevin, and they're like mad young. Wendy's looking mad ratchet before Wendy money. And I don't know, it's cute, but he's cheated on her before. So you know how that goes, but I hope she's great, whatever she's going through. I don't know, the way she was talking this whole episode, it just seems to me like season 10 will probably be the last, and that makes me really sad, so I hope I'm wrong, but I will keep you posted on this whole story. All right, we're gonna talk about the newest Michael Jackson documentary. God forbid this man rest in peace for just one second. Like, the second he died, there were lawsuits and all of this bullshit, and it has gone on since the moment he fucking died. However, if all of this shit is true and he is a pedophile, then yes, fuck him. But he is not here to defend himself. He had his time in court, was found not guilty. And the documentary from HBO, it was called Leaving Neverland, which was a amusement park which was his house and the accusations are that he sexually molested them and there were you know there were crazy shit that one of the guys that made the documentary who they didn't get paid for the documentary so you can't and i'm sure that they did that on purpose so we as the consumers can't say oh well you're just trying to do this for money and then now they could say well we didn't even get paid for the documentary well yeah you didn't get paid for the documentary, but you're trying to get the money elsewhere. So we know what the fuck you're doing. And the Jacksons, uh, the Jacksons are still standing by Mike. They just don't want to speak out any further because they don't want to give the documentary any more clout. Same time, they do want to defend Michael's honor. So it's just, it's a tough situation, you know? I want to know what you think. Please hit us up on Facebook or Instagram. I would love to hear what you think. I'm going to keep a close eye on the story and we're going to dive a little bit more next time on episode 
10 which is in two weeks we're gonna take a two week break um episode 10 is gonna be special it's a lot more production than the other episodes this season so i'm so excited for that we will be back in two weeks thank you again so much for listening i'm gonna try to do some more stand-up in new york city so shows will be announced as soon as possible rate us on itunes follow us on social media tell a fucking friend i'll talk to you next time sip the tea while it's hot goodbye (laughs) 